You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Episode 164 of that one time on tour is brought to you by the band Aversions. A quixotic mix of American post-punk and 80s post-hardcore, Aversions are modest East Vancouver workadays trying to live the axiom of art interlacing life. Muscular riffing, left-turn bass lines, and sledgehammer drumming provide the substrate for vocalist Sam Cole's acidic takes on topics big and small, as the band alternately exult and disparage the many contradictions of their hometown. For more information on Aversions, you can find them on all streaming platforms and on the socials at Aversions is a Band. Now here it is, their new single, Famous Last Lines.
This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today, such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday. Hey guys, this is Stefan from Spam and you are listening to that one time on tour. Run for the road, cause it's going on and on. We'll be driving through the darkest night until the break of dawn. We'll be heading for the cities, another show for us to play. To get back in the bed tomorrow, we'll do it, we'll do it all again. Hey, everybody out there in podcast land, what is going on? As always, this is Chris Swinney, and I am your host for that one time on tour. If uh, this is your first time joining me, this is my podcast where I get to sit down and have a stellar conversation with somebody in or around the entertainment industry. I hope you're all doing well out there and staying safe and healthy it seems like numbers are going back up, uh, even people that are vaccinated. I mean, I, I don't think they're being hospitalized or dying, but uh, but yeah, it's just uh, these new variants and everything. It's it's kind of freaky. I've, I've seen a lot of the tours that have been kicking off. I just read on the internet that the Descendants Rise Against Tour is now wanting everyone to be vaccinated or have a COVID test hours before they get to the concert. So uh, I think that's a good idea. I want it to stop. I want everybody to get back to normal. So uh, wear your mask, get vaccinated, and uh, let's take care of each other. It doesn't have to be a big political bullshit thing. Just uh, let's just take care of each other. It's it's a bad thing. And we need to, we need to get shows back. We need to get normalcy back. But uh, everything is going well here at Swinney HQ. I'm adjusting to having a child in kindergarten. Yes, my son Silas started kindergarten on Tuesday. Uh, my late night work on the podcast and music and everything has uh, has changed to mid morning work. Getting up at six a.m. is hard when you're you're used to being up till three a.m. doing podcasts and, and and writing music. And I'm figuring it out. I'm trying to adjust and be up all day as opposed to up all night. But uh, after my month off, it feels really good to be back. I want to thank everyone out there for their feedback on last week's episode, my return episode, my palate cleanser with my buddy, Mr. Isaac Landford. It was a lot of fun uh, chatting with Isaac. And even though it was kind of a different sort of an episode, you all really seemed to like it. I got some really, really good feedback and I, I appreciate that. And I'm glad that you guys liked it. Hopefully we can have Isaac back on the show for a proper episode in the near future. But this week, we are back to regular 
episodes, regularly scheduled programming. And today on the program, <clears throat> it's a special one. I got to sit down and have a chat with my buddy, Stefan from Spam Records, S-B-A-M. He, uh, Stefan's an art, he's an amazing artist, which you, you've probably seen his work. He's done artwork for so many bands, probably some of your favorite bands. He owns Spam Records. Stefan was actually the one that signed my new band, Fire Sale, to his record label. And uh, I had a blast chatting with Stefan. We chatted all about how he discovered punk rock, becoming a sought-after artist in the scene, uh, his his big music festival, Sabam Fest, and much, much more. So before I get to my chat with Stefan, I need to pay some bills. We're back on that train. We were back on the sponsor train. The band that kicked off this episode of Versions, Thank you guys so much. I really dig your sound. It's different for this podcast, but I really, really like it. That post-punk, post-hardcore kind of sound. But if you guys want to check more out, they are on the the, the socials at Aversions Band. I can't even say it right. I don't want to mess it up for you guys. They're on the socials at Aversions Is A Band. And uh, you can just search for Aversions on all of the streaming sites. Next up, we have PartsCasterConcierge.com. My buddy Gary builds guitars. He consults on guitars. He's an all-around good guy. He built me a beautiful guitar that I, I love. I played all the, the clean stuff on the uh, Fire Sale record with my new guitar that Gary built special for me. So check it out, PartsCasterConcierge.com. Last but not least, my friends over at Permanence Tattoo Gallery. They're on the socials at Permanence Tattoo Gallery. They are located in downtown Anderson, Indiana. And I'm going to keep telling you about them, even though they are pretty much booked up through next February. They are the shop in central Indiana if you want to get tattooed. The problem is getting into the shop. I have to make special appointments with Jacob to, to get my back piece going. And uh, we're going to start that very, very soon. But shout out to all my friends over at Permanence Tattoo Gallery. I love you guys. And that's all the sponsors. If you guys have a band or a company and you would like to sponsor an episode of that one time on tour, it's very easy. Just hit me up on any of the socials at TOTOT Podcast or shoot me an email, TOTOT Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. I, I got to tell you, I've slacked. I used to put up episodes early. I used to put up really cool stuff over there, but I I've been slacking. And people have been doing the mass exodus from the Patreon. But if you guys like Patreon and you want to support us that way, you can head on over there. It is patreon.com forward slash T-O-T-O-T podcast. Maybe in the future, I'll get off my ass and, and put up some cool bonus content. But right now, it's just a good way to support your favorite podcast. If you're not into Patreon and you just have some extra money laying around and you want to buy me a cup of coffee or whatever, you can send me a one-time donation on Venmo. It is at Christopher Swinney. That is C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-S-W-I-N-N-E-Y. The easiest way to support is to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast app you use. And make sure, like I said, to follow us on the socials at TOTOT Podcast. I'd like to give a shout out to our art director, Sarah, over at Road Dog Supply. Make sure to follow her on Instagram and Facebook at Road Dog Supply. And uh, thank you guys so much for buying 
the merch when I was on vacation. We did a, a limited run of the just OG black and white shirts with the logo, and it was an amazing success. So there's a clap for you guys. Thank you so much for buying those shirts, and that was all Sarah's idea. So once again, shout out to Sarah, my art director and merch guru over at Road Dog Supply. Okay, so uh, before I get to my interview or conversation, as I like to call it, with Stefan today, I do have a radio segment. So cue the theme music. Radio, radio, radio. Radio, radio, radio. When I've got the music, I've got the place to go. On this edition of TOTOT Radio, it's a special one for me. As many of my regular listeners know, during the pandemic, I started a band with some friends called Fire Sale, and uh, we signed with Spam Records, which, you know, Stefan's on the program today, so that's why I'm talking about this. Uh, we dropped our first single, Dark Hearts, back in April, and it is finally time to debut our new single, it's called Mercy Brown. Uh, Mercy Brown will be available on all platforms tomorrow, Friday, the 13th, fitting day for a song about vampires. Uh, dark, scary day. Uh, but you, you can check it out early if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, also on Friday, you will be able to pre-order the debut 7-inch record. And uh, we'll have a bunch of cool bundles and different variants available. All kinds of cool stuff. Uh, actually, there's only going to be two variants. Um, there might be an extra one at some point. But there's two that you can pre-order. One for North America that you can grab at our website, firesaleisaband.com. And one for Europe and I think the rest of the world uh, that you can get at shop.sbam.rocks. Uh, and I think we'll have some of the European variant as well. If you would like to buy both variants, just, uh, you know, when you pre-order, let us know that and we'll, we'll try to hook you up with that. But uh, I'm just so excited to finally share this new song with everyone. We've been sitting on it for a while and uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. So without further ado, here it is, the world premiere of the new fire sale single. It's called Mercy Brown. And I hope you guys really, really enjoy it. Here we go. Where did they come from? The north wind disappeared. It's all done out of fear. As I lay post too much, and my insides persevere. Let the actor be
Eliza was the first to succumb Mary Howard wasn't far behind Who Edwin was next When they got the body searching for A clue for a cure They wouldn't find it here But they wouldn't find it for your blood this time So there it was, the world premiere of my band Fire Sales' new single, Mercy Brown. Uh, I don't know if you guys out there are familiar with what Mercy Brown actually pertains to, but uh, it's uh, you need to Google Mercy Brown, the uh, the Mercy Brown vampire incident of not, of 1892. It's it's pretty cool, and the lyrics pretty much literally tell the story. So, uh, yeah, we thought it was different, something kind of cool. So check it out. Google Mercy Brown and check out the story. There's documentaries about it and all kinds of stuff. But, um, yeah, that was it. Mercy Brown. I hope you guys liked it. Clap. It's out in the world now. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, the 13th of August, it will be available on all of the streaming sites. And you will be able to pre-order the debut 7-inch with Mercy Brown and our first single, Dark Hearts. And you can get that at firesaleisaband.com or at the label website shop.sbam.rocks. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Now, what you came for, I'm going to give it to you. This is my conversation with my dude Stefan from Spam Records and Art and Fest and all the cool stuff that Spam is doing. So here's my conversation with Stefan. Here we go. And I'm on the line with Stefan from Spam, not Spam, Spam Records, Spam Music Festival, Artwork. He is a, is just a renaissance man. He does everything. How are you doing today, man? Thanks. Um, everything's fine, yeah? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you were able to push it a little bit uh, 
my family and I are getting ready to go to the Caribbean on vacation and we had to get COVID tests. And the only times available <laughs> were when we were supposed to do this like an hour before this. So thank you for pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no problem. Anytime. And so, you know, speaking of getting COVID tests and everything, you know, uh, I talk to you guys pretty often because, you know, you're putting out my band's, my band's record. And I know that you guys were in lockdown for quite a while. How is it over there now in Austria? Uh, it's 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 pretty good right now. We're uh, I'm vaccinated, um, and it's everything is almost back to normal. We're gonna have we can we're allowed to have shows again without any restrictions, but you have to get vaccinated or you have to get tested or yeah. But everything else is going back to normal. That that's good, man. I know for a while. Michael and some of the guys, they, they were upset they couldn't go to the bars. You guys able to go to the bars now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's, uh, the bars opened uh, a month ago or something like that. Uh, but we had this, I think they had to close at 10 p.m. Yeah. And yeah, but now there's there are no restrictions. We can, we can dance. We can have <laughs> parties there. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I always thought that was funny because when they opened the bars back here in the States, it was like, yeah, we had to close at 10 because the coronavirus doesn't come out past 10. That, that's when <laughs> that's, yeah. that's when you have to be in your house, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I tell you what, man, I'm I'm so kind of intrigued by everything that you do. I'm, I'm very happy to be kind of a small part of it now that Fire Sale is on Spam Records. But what I'd like to know is more about you. Like, how did you get into punk rock? Everybody kind of has their own story. Like, how was it for you to get into punk rock? Um, I because of my brother. My brother always listened to 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 metal and, and punk rock, and um, yeah, he had this this tape of noise sex in his car, and I fell in love with it when I read it the first time. And I think right after that, I I went to the record store and bought all their noise sex records and, and like wagon, and then I. Yeah, we, me and my friends, we always went to the record store once a week or twice a week. And then we looked at all the artworks and covers and then we just listened to them. And this is all where it started. And when I found out about all these bands like the old ones, like Deedle Boy and, and Strung Out, Face to Face, Bracket, everything. And yeah, this is. Do you remember what that No Effects tape was? What record it was that you actually got into first? What album? It was a mixtape, but the first record I bought was uh, Heavy Petting Zoo. Okay, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And that's got some great art from, you know, Mark DeSalvo. Do you think some yeah, of, some of yeah. that stuff maybe inspired you when you started kind of doing your own thing artistic-wise? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I always loved retro comics, and I always loved the the the, the covers of the punk bands. All, all the Jimbo Phillips style and uh, Mark Salva. I really love that. And yeah, I think, yeah. Were you, were you already at the time when you found punk and you kind of your love for punk, were you already into art and doing that kind of, you know, as a hobby or as something you were practicing? Uh, it was kind of a hobby. My dad had a printing company and I was always down in the office and tried to do some art and, and stuff design flyers and posters. Uh, I started with graphic design pretty pretty soon, but yeah. 
this is all around. I was I was in high school then, so right after that I started studying art and working for advertising companies. Do you remember your first punk show that you went to? Uh, the first real punk show was No Effects in Paris. Wow. <laughs> together with Teen Idols and High Standard. Oh man, that's such a good tour. I wish yeah. I would I've seen all of those yeah. bands, but not together. <laughs> so after after that it just kind of cemented into your brain that you were into that because i know that you know you kind of how you started the festival you know not to jump like forward too much but i know that you were booking a lot of your own shows as well what was the scene like at that time in austria when i was young it was pretty cool because there were all these bands popular like offspring blink 82 and then american pie was was the the movie everybody watched and uh uh yeah but the the scene isn't that good anymore uh it's it's pretty hard to 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 book show not to book shows but to to get people coming to the punk rock shows because yeah we have an average age at our festival around thirty or thirty two yeah so when I was when I was at my first punk show where there were all kids there uh, and, Right now, um, no one, in, none of the kids are going to punk rock shows anymore, and that's that's because uh, maybe we we try to to change that, and all all kids under eighteen getting free entry at, at all of our shows and festivals. So maybe that helps that all the people are the, the kids are coming back to the punk rock shows. I I always wondered how that went because you know myself, I'm forty two. My band, I'm releasing music again for the first time in like over a decade. We're all kind of early 40s, you know, Matt's in his 50s. And I often think that when I go to these punk shows, I see guys my age, guys that grew up in the 90s like you that liked music. And and I, I wonder if there's going to be that new band, that new like, you know how it goes in circles, like history kind of repeats itself. Is there going to be that new punk band that gets the kids interested and I see like Machine Gun Kelly and all these people, they're kind of doing the pop punk revival thing. What are your thoughts on that? Like pop punk kind of making a comeback a little bit. Oh yeah, it's difficult. Uh, yeah, maybe it's, it's it's good because some of the people are listening to this kind of music uh, maybe fell in love with No Effects or Legwang. But I can't listen to Machine Gun Kelly. I can't listen to a guy who's, who's just all this bling bling shit. And all <laughs> yeah. this, it's... It, it's not it's not real for me it's all the all the the, the kids uh, the, the girls uh are listening to them and it's not it's not, not punk rock for me it's, it's it's weird for me because i teach guitar for a living and i have all these like teenage kids that i teach guitar to and one of the kids a couple weeks ago wanted to learn a machine gun kelly like pop punk song and I was like, if you like, if you like Machine Gun Kelly, listen to The Descendants, listen to Man No Effects. And I, yeah. I let him listen to all these bands, and now his favorite band is No Effects. So I think it yeah. might, it might be a good thing. But I'm like you, I don't really listen to it, you know. Yeah, he has a couple of good songs, but it's, it's, yeah, it's not my 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 kind of music. Yeah. It, it seems forced for me. Maybe it's because we grew yeah. up with the real stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. It's all studio and and it's yeah. And I guess if if Travis Barker plays on your record, then you're just automatically cool pop punk guy, right? 
yeah. Well, let, let's transition into that then, because I know you've done some art for Travis's band Blank. I know you've done art for No Effects, Pennywise, Some Forty One, you know, Get Dead. The list goes on and on. When was the first time you got one of those like bigger artists to like notice your art, or like how did that go for you when you started to kind of run in those circles? Uh, it was pretty hard at the beginning because I was an art director for an advertising company. Uh, but I get so bored of doing the same shit every day and working for big companies. Uh, so, um, you know, there was this design competition of Cherry Cape and I, I just submitted an artwork and this was so the starting point where I fell in love with, with, with all the poster art and, and stuff like that. And I, I think the first year I sent 10,000 emails to, to every band and I, I design stuff and just send it to the band and see if they like if they like it or give it away for free and 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 yeah uh but it was pretty hard because i think 99 percent of them didn't get back to me um yeah but uh then i i think the the starting point also was the first real proper record i designed was for zebrahead okay the plank and this was yeah i get some more recognition in the scene. Yeah, but um it was it was easier then because I I do a lot of poster art for Destiny to Booking. And they have all these this great awesome bands like No Effects, Like Wagon, Drung Out. Yeah, and then it's normally it's not that easy to design a poster for these bands. <laughs> but yeah, this is this helps me a lot to to do business. It's kind of it's kind of cool because like before I met you before you know we had any contact I saw your stuff all over the place and it it's you know to me growing up in the old school you've got guys like Jimbo Phillips and you've got guys like Mark DeSalvo that we already talked about yeah. but when I see art now like you're right up there with those guys does that does it ever is it ever lost on you that you've kind of become kind of the go-to guy for the style of music that you enjoy um, it, it it seems pretty unreal, and uh, I, I don't think about this. I'm, I'm just doing what I love. I really love to design stuff. Uh, that's what I do all the time. I putting out records and designing stuff. That that's all I want to do, and that's kind of my hobby. So I kn- I know that uh, the Spam Fest came first, and then the record label was started around 2018. So let's go back to starting the festival. Uh, from what I've what I've read, that just came out of <clears throat> out of you booking shows and whatever. But you know, as someone myself that's worked kind of in the corporate entertainment world and big festivals and all of the ins and outs and contracts and whatnot, what's the rundown like for Spam Fest? Because you guys have so many great bands. Do you start working like as soon as one's over? You start working on the next one. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. I'm I'm working the whole year on Spamfest because we have get yeah, the, the the summer edition and we also have the fall edition and I'm also booking shows in between so yeah I'm working the whole year booking bands. So I know that this past you know with the pandemic it's gonna cancel out two years of the festival correct? Yeah yeah. So you've had like some more time. I, I guess you could look at it that way, the silver lining. And you guys have just announced 2022 
and you've got bands like The Descendants, Melancholy, and Bouncing Souls, and Wilhelm Scream, so many great bands. I did notice on the flyer that there are three bands higher than The Descendants. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I know you probably can't announce it, but are they bands that will kind of blow people's minds? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this this podcast won't be out till August. You, you could announce if that's going to be the time frame if, you like, if you'd like. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I can't. I would love to, but I can't announce them until 2022. Okay, okay. That's that's the the problem. I would love to announce them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, all these bands like Descendants used to be headliners in the last editions, but yeah, we were going all in on the next edition. We go big or go home or something like that. <laughs> um, we're gonna try and make a really a really awesome lineup. Yes. Well, I was I was looking at the lineup and I was like, any other festival ever, if you had the top line as Bouncing Souls, Melancholy, and Descendants, you wouldn't need other headliners. So that's what intrigued me. It made me very very happy because you know there's <laughs> there's a chance that maybe Fire Sale will get to play, and that's all up in the air right now because we all live in separate corners of the country. But uh, just the fact that there are three bands that seem like they're going to be bigger than the three bands you've already announced it blows my mind man um and like i said that uh i'm just i'm just trying to make it as big as possible because i think there's a huge overkill of festivals next year yeah and i don't want to have to line up like every other festival in europe because we have a tons of pretty cool festivals of rock rock or punk rock holiday and we have at some point, we have some similar lineups to other other festivals. Yeah. So, uh, but we have these cool bands like Millencolin is just playing at our festival, or Willem Scream, or a bunch of rocks, uh, or also the two headliners of two of the three headliners are just playing our festival. Wow. Uh, that that that's pretty cool. Yeah, I just want to have a a little bit of a different lineup than the other one. And it's 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 still a, a, a scene festival. It's not a big corporate festival where all the bands are hanging out there at the merch booth. And yeah, it's kind of a family there. So when you're booking something like that, is it kind of you have your, your wish list that you would like to get, but you also see maybe bands that are playing in the area and and they would fit the festival so you would book them? Like what goes into the actual booking process? If you could just give me like a, a brief part of it. Um, I'm always trying to book most bands via them, but um, I love to do fly-ins or one-off shows, so I'm always trying to 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 talk to bands and um, trying to to, to one-off show with them. But it's sometimes it's pretty hard. I'm I'm trying to book Alkaline Trio three years in a row, and it doesn't work out. And yeah, yeah, we have all this this big band. Uh, that I loved in the, in the 90s or like uh, Dillinger 4 uh, or Friends Who Up and, and bands like that. I, I love to fly in and, and have my, my favorite band at the festival. So it's, it's kind of a mix of one-off shows and maybe they're doing tours then and all these bands that are already on tour. And, and at the festival, if people haven't been, they can expect, you know, to see a lot of bands, but are you selling like prints of your art? Like what kind of other kind of amenities do you have at the festival? 
Um, yeah, for next year, we have a completely new venue. We, we're doing this in my hometown now. And it's a way bigger capacity. We're going to have an open-air stage. We're going to have an indoor stage, like six stage. And the venue is directly in the center of Lansfield. Wow. 50 meters away from the river. Um, yeah, we're going to have some, some stamp talks there. Like we're going to have some famous bands there talking about their lives and their experiences. Then I'm going to do an art show together with, with another band. I can't talk about it yet, but we're going to do an art show there. Then, um, yeah, we're going to do some, some, we're going to have some half parts there and maybe some, some other stuff. We're currently working on it and we're also working on a documentary about the festival. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have big plans. So uh, let's talk about the record label then, because starting a record label in the current climate of people not really buying records, you know, it it, yeah. it could be a risk. I mean, you guys started Spam Records in 2018. The thing that I really like about it, you know, before kind of hooking up with you guys was that it seemed like you were always putting out very unique variants of the vinyl. And of course, you know, your your artwork's all over everything, unless it was like a reissue. So where did that idea kind of come from? Was that just the next step or had you always wanted to release records? Uh, it was just, we had this second spam festival and then we, we did this um, stamp for charity. And right after that, uh, Consumed sent me an email and, and asked me if I want to put out the new album. And I just said, yes, I haven't thought about it. And I, I love this band and uh, yeah, just, just want to try it. And I, I really love trying things and uh, uh, doing something new. Um, yeah, this is where it all gets started. And, but it was never the plan to be a big label. We just want to release some, some records now and then. But um, since I think 2020, 20, no, 2019, uh, it all became bigger and we put much more effort in it. And since the pandemic started, it was the only thing we could do yeah. selling records and working on the label because we had no, no shows, no festival and almost no art because nobody's touring. So we put all our money and effort into the label and yeah, it, it went, it's going pretty, pretty good. And, uh, it was the right decision. And, yeah, it's it's getting better day by day. We're gonna getting so many. We're gonna put out so many new albums next year and so many great bands. It's yeah, it's it's really great, and we have big plans for the label. We want to be the biggest punk rock label in Europe, and yeah, we have yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the cool thing was when I started this new group that I'm doing with Matt from from No Use for a Name called Fire Sale. You guys were kind of the label I was eyeing, but I didn't have an okay. in. Like I talked to you a couple of times. You did artwork for the podcast, which is cool that the guy that did the artwork yeah, for the yeah. podcast is on the podcast. I didn't even mention that, but you guys were kind yeah. of, kind of a label that we were, we were wanting to talk to. And then I remember, you know, we had talked to four or five other labels and they were all interested. And then when you hit me up, I was like, I just on the fact that you were probably going to do the art for the release made it very, very intriguing and, and awesome for me. And I got to say the artwork that we have coming out for our release. I love it, man. It's, it's so great. And 
I think that's something that you have maybe over some of the other labels is that if you sign with spam, you know, your artwork is going to be pretty badass. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> do you, do you have a lot of, uh, a lot of bands that you sign that kind of want to go another direction or are they all pretty cool with, yeah, the, the guy that owns the label is an amazing artist. I'm just going to let him do it. Has anybody ever kind of wanted to go another direction? Yeah, sometimes, but it's kind of must to, that I have to do the, the artwork. I, I really don't, don't, don't care if they have already another artist or something like that. It's not important for me. Oh, we we love the fact you did our artwork. It's 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 awesome because oh, thank you. Our 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 song coming out's about vampires, and you did a really really cool cover. <laughs> so we we love it, man. <laughs> so what is what is an art show of yours consist of? Is it just you have like I said, are you selling prints? Do you just have like an exhibit where you have all of your stuff kind of displayed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you do those often? Um. Back when it was allowed before the pandemic, I think I did it five or six times a year. But guess there was this plan to do an art show tour and cities and doing an art show there in, in bars, galleries, for a local band. Uh, but these plans all fell apart. So I'm trying to do this maybe next year or 2023. And yeah, we're going to film it and kind of be a one or two month thing. Yeah. And that's going to be, you said, in, in North America or in Europe? In North America. Well, if you need any help uh, in the middle of the country, let me know, man. I, I, can, I can hook you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, so one other thing I wanted to talk about, it seems like, you know, from following your career and following the label and everything, that charity is kind of a big deal. I know you designed a No Use for a Name shirt that was sold to help fund the Tony Sly Foundation. Is that something that's near and dear to your heart, kind of that philanthropic, like, you know, helping others out? Yeah, totally. I would, I love to do stuff like that. And we, we always do this, like, we did this toxic system shirt where we're going to donate uh, parts of the, the profit. And yeah, we're going to have some deals every now and then. So is, is the label and, and the festival and your art, is that all you're doing currently for a living, to, like, to make money? Uh, yes, since, uh, one of, you know, uh, back two years back, I, I still was working 40 hours a week. So, but since one and a half year, uh, I'm doing this, this full-time job. Is, does that kind of make you happy? Like, like for me, I've had corporate jobs. I've had every job in the book. Now I teach guitar full-time and I'm self-employed. And as much as I love that, it kind of sometimes becomes a lot because I'm the boss of my little business. Like, do you, do you prefer the hustler mentality where you're the boss, you're in charge. And sometimes it's not a nine to five. It could be a 24 hour, seven day a week job. Do you prefer that because you're working for yourself? Yeah, totally. Uh, it's, it's a 24 seven job for me. Um, but, um, I love what I'm doing and I want to build something. I want to, I want to, yeah, I want to release records. I want to do art and I want to do as much as I can right now. And uh, yeah, that, that's all I want to do. It's, it's like I'm, I'm making my hobby to my job. Or yeah. Like that. Uh, what, what do they yeah. say? They say that if, uh, if you enjoy your job, you never work a day in your life or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 
it's it's pretty stressful right now because we have so much coming up and now that everything's open up again yeah it's it's pretty stressful right now but I, I love what i'm doing i can i can book the bands that i'm listening to since 20 years or something like that well that that's kind of a good segue then i was i wanted to know as someone that has worked with you know like i said pennywise no effects some 41 blank whoever are there bands that are still kind of on your bucket list that you want to work with like attainable bands that you think you could maybe do some art for or put a record out for? Do you have a list in your head of ones you want to check off? Yeah, yeah of course. I, I always want to do art for, for green day or maybe the Foo fighters or um, yeah, there, there are tons of bands. Uh, yeah. Maybe Jimmy Eat World. I was when I grew up. I was when I was was a kid. I was always listening to Jimmy Eat World. Or yeah, Blink One Eighty Two was is is was always a great great thing for me when I was a kid. But it's a great honor that I can do something for them. But there are tons of bands like Rancid. Yeah, Bad Religion. I mean, I think all of those bands are attainable with the the people you've worked with already. Like I could see. You know, Chris Shiflett from No Use is in Foo Fighters. I'm sure there could be some kind of connection there, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we. I want to talk to him when I met him when I meet him next time. <laughs> yeah, awesome. He's supposed to come on the podcast soon. I'll give you a shout out when he comes on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're 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 buddies now. You're a sponsor of the show, and you're putting out my band's record. We we couldn't be closer right now, man. <laughs> so uh other than that so bands that you would you know want to work with art wise as far as the label goes are there any bands out there that you i mean i know you guys do reissues you also sign bands is there any record you'd like to reissue that's kind of in the back of your head or is there another a band kind of like the bands you want to work with art wise that you would like to release something on the label like i know it's almost the same question probably Mm. Um, we want to stop doing reissues right now because we really want to focus on our bands maybe just doing one or two reissues next year but we really want to focus on new music and, and all our bands so uh, but there are tons of bands I want to sign um, yeah we yeah, there, are, there are a lot of records are coming that are coming out that I always listen to but uh, yeah, there, there, like I said, there are tons of bands I would love to sign. I, I know you guys have, have recently signed quite a few bands. With the release schedule coming up, are there are there certain ones that you're just like, you can't wait for them to come out? I mean, I know you probably love everything you're putting out because you had to sign the bands, but some of the upcoming releases, what are you the most like kind of excited about? And you don't have to say fire sale. Uh, <laughs> fire sale? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I love you. I love your band, and I love the songs and all the songs you sent me. They're awesome. They're really great. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the new album of the Venomous Pinks. I think it's gonna be awesome. Then we're gonna release the new album of Russ Rankin. Oh yeah, his solo record, right? Yeah. Yeah, Russ is a buddy. He's been on the show before. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, awesome. We can't, I can't wait to release it, and it's going to be great. Um, yeah, we're going to have some projects coming up with Pulley. Um, 
Yeah, um, yeah, the, these are the bands I can talk about. Yeah, we, we're planning some new stuff for another tour. Um, yeah, Veneria. Yeah, um, yeah, that's 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 all I can talk about. <laughs> but uh, there are pretty cool projects coming up. You got you guys have a lot of releases coming out, man. I just I think it's it's so great that the pandemic hit and you guys kind of, you know, saw the silver lining and kind of did something that maybe wouldn't have happened. Could you have seen yourself releasing this many records if the pandemic didn't happen? Um, poor, good question. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. No, it would be way less. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would think, I would think if, if there was no pandemic, yeah, you guys would have just had shows and it just would have been business as usual. But since it happened, you guys took the one avenue you could take and now it's almost made the label more of a focus, correct? Yeah. Cool. So I'll tell you what, I've got a couple more questions and I'll get you out of here. Okay. So, uh, I would like to know, I was looking on, uh, I was looking on your Facebook and it said that you're doing the 2021 Vienna comic-con. Have you got, have you ever done a comic-con before? No, no, <laughs> first time. Yeah. Do Do you know what it's going to be like? Like I've been to them here in the states, and it's you know people are dressed up as their favorite you know characters, and there's art and there's all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, are you just going to have like a booth there and sell your stuff? Is it going to almost be like a smaller art show? I I really don't know. Uh, I had this opportunity because of Monster Energy. Um, they gave me the spot, and uh, I really don't know what it. What I have to expect there, and I haven't really thought about this. And but yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to it because I'm, I just signed a shirt for the Vienna Comic Con. I, I ask this of a lot of my guests, and you're a good one to, to list this question to. What are you currently listening to? Maybe that's not a part of the label, like bands that you like and listen to on a regular basis. Uh, poo, um I, I change my playlist every day, but I listen to a lot to, to Sam I Am, uh, Lagwagon, Strung Out, uh, Bad Religion, uh, Weezer, uh, that's completely different every week, and it uh, depends on my mood. <laughs> but uh, I'm not Caddies. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, totally different every week is there is there anything that you listen to that maybe isn't rock and roll tinge like any kind of i wouldn't say guilty pleasures i hate that word but like something that maybe wouldn't fit into the rock band type thing i was listening to punk rock maybe some 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 baby boys sometimes queens <laughs> yeah yeah but uh mostly punk rock Okay, hey, me too, man. Punk rock and uh, my wife makes fun of me. I either listen to punk rock or songs that make you want to kill yourself, like sad, acoustic, emo-y stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, uh, I listen to The Weeknd a lot. Oh, I love them. They're great, yeah. Kind of depressing. <laughs> so yeah, uh, awesome, yeah. last question then, I'll let you get out of here. I know we have a lot. You, ha you have a lot of releases scheduled do you have any other plans for the future that you could tell us about or goals for the label that you could tell us about? We want to, like I said, we want to make the, the festival pretty big. Uh, we had this, this festival, it was, it, it's already a cool festival, but we had this capacity of overall 1,500 people. 
for two days. Another goal is to to make it for ten to twelve thousand for two days, so six thousand people a day. That's the next step. And for the label, like I said, we wanna we don't wanna have we wanna wanna put the biggest label in Europe or maybe the world. But let's see. Um, the cool thing is everyone in our team loves loves music and puts so much effort in it, and we all really love what we're doing. And yeah, it's all we're doing. So really focuses on the label and, and then the festival. That's that's all we want to do right now. And maybe the art show tour next year for the US, but label and art show are the main topic. Well, I tell you, man, I'm just I'm so happy to be working with you. I think everything you're doing is great. I'm a, I'm a big fan of your art. I'm a big fan of everything that you do. And I, I want to thank you so much for your time on coming on the show thank today. You. And thanks for all that, you know, even before the fire sale stuff, thanks for kind of being a supporter of the podcast. That really means a lot to me, man. Thank you. Anytime. Uh, like I said, I really love your band. I love your podcast. And yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I, I love your label and your festival and your art. So we just, we, we love each other, man. That's how it's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, where can everybody check everything out? Like web presence as far as socials or website, where can they check your stuff out at? Yeah, we are on, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. and But we they can find almost everything in our website, shop.spam.rocks. Yeah, yes, everything on it. Awesome, man. Well, I, I just going to once again say thank you so much for coming on the show, giving me your time thank today. You. And uh, I'll be talking to you very soon. And uh, shout out to Melanie for hooking it up. I, I told Melanie, I was like, I can just hit up Stefan. And she's like, well, let's go through the correct channels. So <laughs> so I went through her to make sure this would work well. But thank you. <laughs> thank you for everything. And uh, I can't wait to talk yeah. to you again. And I hope you have a great night over thank there you. in Austria, man. Yeah, thank you. Yep. I'll Let's talk hang out next year at the festival. Uh, dude, I, I'm down. We just gotta I gotta figure out some yeah. some other shows to make it lucrative for the band. <laughs> yeah. But cool. yeah, we'll hang out in person. It's gonna be great, man. I, I I appreciate everything and I'll talk to you very soon, okay, man? Yeah. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you. Bye. 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 So there it was, my conversation with Stefan from Spam S B A M. I had a blast chatting with Stefan and uh, I loved gaining some insight into how his art and his label have developed over the years. And uh, just, it was such a fun conversation. I can't wait to have him back in the future. So check out all of his art and all the great things that the label is doing over at sbam.rocks and uh, make sure to secure your tickets for spam fest 2022. The lineup is insane. If you haven't seen it, you need to check it out. And uh, I hope to see you there. I'm trying, trying to figure out Fire Sale Spam Fest 2022. <laughs> as long as, you know, there's still a planet. You know, there's still humans on the planet in, in uh, next summer. Who, know, who knows what's going to happen? I was reading a thing today, and uh, there's some guy on TikTok that says he's a time traveler. And that uh, this weekend, aliens are going to land and start the intergalactic war. So, who knows? I hope there's a spam fest next year. And hopefully, I'll be there hanging out with Stefan. So, uh, <laughs> that's it for this week, guys and gals. I appreciate you spending so much time with me every week. I'm back. It feels great to be back and chatting with all of you. 
sending the energy out, you sending the energy back, all that hippie shit like that. But uh, make sure to follow us on the socials at TOTOT Podcast. Please, please, please check out my new band, Fire Sale, our new single that we just premiered on the intro. Mercy Brown will be streaming everywhere tomorrow, Friday the 13th, and the pre-sale drops that day as well for our debut seven inch record and uh like i said you can check that out at firesaleisaband.com or spam.rocks or shop.spam spam.rocks i always say spam it's my my stupid american accent it's hard to say but if you need to get in touch with me it's very very easy you can dm me on the socials or you can hit up TOTOT podcast at gmail.com. All of the links and all the ways to get in touch and all the cool stuff, including our Discord server and our hotline and everything is over at our website, TOTOTpodcast.com. While you're there, make sure to grab some merch. It's the best way to support the show because then you're a walking billboard for this podcast. And that makes me happy. So I'm going to jump out of here. I love you guys and gals so much. Remember to wash your hands, wear your masks, even if it's not mandated. Don't be an asshole and get vaccinated if you can. Uh, I was I was I was really sad to hear about um, past guest of the show and buddy of mine, Pete Parada from the offspring. He he has some some health issues. He wasn't he was advised by his doctor not to get the va- not to get the vaccine. And uh, he was let go from Offspring after 14 years. And, uh, you know, I know the guys in Offspring, and I know Pete also kind of differently. And I don't want to start anything. It's a big deal. People were bitching, blah, 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 blah. But I'm pulling for you, Pete. I I hope you're doing well. And uh, I don't know, it just seems like a shitty situation. You know, you've got some things that prevent you from getting the vaccine. And then you kind of become a pariah, you know. But if you can get the vaccine, please get the vaccine. And the last thing I always say, and we need to do this, be kind to one another. I'll see you next week. As always, this is Chris, your favorite or top 10 favorite podcast host. I'll see you next week. Peace. Hey, this is Lars Fredrickson from Rancid. This is Mark O'Connell from Taking Back Sunday. This is Tom from MXPX. Hey, this is Jay Bentley from Bad Religion. This is Vinny from Less Than Jake. This is Travis from Coheed and Cambria. This is Chris number two for the band Anti-Flag. Hey, this is Ricky Rocket from Poison. This is Pete Parada from The Offspring. Hey, this is Zach Blair from Rise Against. Hey, this is Eddie from the band Thrice. Hi, this is Frank Turner. Hey, this is Jim from Pennywise. Hey, this is Eric Smelly, the drummer of No Effects. Hi, this is Bill from Faith and More. Hey, this is Chris from Propagandy. Hi, this is Rory from No Use for Name. Hi, this is Ben Gillies from Silverchair. This is Stefan from Descendants, and you're listening to That One Time On Tour with Chris Swinney. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.